Hello there, it's Gareth here and welcome to this episode 97 of the podcast. I hope you are well. So it's Sunday morning, how are we all? Having a nice Sunday? And, and today I wanted to talk about something which is an idea, a concept if you like, that I use a lot with my clients. Now when I'm working with people one-to-one, um, the clients that I kind of work best with and in fairness I enjoy working with most are the ones that are generally within five years of my age. So at the moment, if you were asking me what my ideal client was, they'd be male or female between the age of 45 and about 55. So I'm 51, so I know that's only nine years older than me, but you get the idea. Five years either side, so either five years younger than me or five years older than me. I find that people in that age group, and that's not just now, it moves as I get older, the, 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 time, the, the, the age of the people moves, but we have a lot in common because we have the ability to talk about the same kind of music and we've experienced the same kind of things in life. Our formative years were of a similar time. And it's only when you work with people older or younger that you realise you can sometimes not quite get their thing. Um, prime example of that would be my, my partner, Sue. You know, Sue's eight years older than me, so she's not within that five-year five window, younger or older than me. And when we, we listen to music on an evening, because uh, we don't have a TV, we, we tend to watch music... Oh, listen to music a lot you know she loves the 70s so when I put 70s music on she loves that because that's the era that's when she was growing up that's the music she remembers growing up um well I don't because I was only born in 73 so by the time I got to the 70s at all I would have been seven and really probably wasn't listening to music by then but for me it's the 80s so when I listened to the 80s you know that was when I was 14 15 you know the 84 85 you know that's them of my years and I love that music so I tend to find very quickly when you're working with people one-to-one and they're a bit older than me or too old without that five years either side or five years over five years younger or over five years older we start to lose a little bit of kind of um, common ground the reason I'm saying that is the one thing that I work a lot on my clients with is the concept of being childlike you see in a world that is forever changing, we need to have a real element of curiosity run through everything we do. Because for me, curiosity is a way of asking questions, looking at something, being quite amazed by something really, which I think is a very childlike approach to things. You know, if, if you listen to this and you've got kids or you've, you've had children that might have grown up, I don't know, you, you know, you were a child once yourself, I'm sure. I remember when my children were growing up how they used to be amazed at things. You know, I've got two girls and a boy and how the girls used to have this curiosity and this kind of childlike approach to things. They would dance and they would put shows in the house because, you know, they thought they were on stage. You know, they, they could take a, a cardboard box, you know, and, and a small area of a living room and turn it into something that they thought was, uh, you know, a theatre stage. And they had this kind of childlike curiosity and this childlike inquisitiveness. And my son, you know, my son, a little bit different. If you've got boys and girls, you know what I mean. Um, if you'd give a box to my son, he'd just kick it to death. Um, but, but he used to be in a position where when he was playing his football when he was younger, he would imagine himself to be, well, his hero was Ronaldo, actually. Um, he would imagine himself playing football for Man United. And it, so they'd use this childlike, inquisitive approach. You would take them to places that, that I probably wouldn't give a second thought to. You know, you'd take them to a beach and they'd see things on there that are inquisitive. It's a wonderful thing to be. And I think as we get older, sometimes we can lose that um, childlike approach to things and we take things way too seriously, which I think is a mistake. I think I think we all need to develop this 
childlike approach to life. And in some cases, it's not developing it. You have had it before. It's about relearning to be childlike. And I think you can do that. And we'll talk about that further on in this podcast. But this generally comes up in a conversation with clients because sometimes they will they will talk about childlike, but what they're actually talking about is being childish. So if you think about it, childlike is that curious approach, inquisitive. Childlike is behaving like a child. You know, you're being childlike here. Oh, sorry, childish. Childlike is inquisitive. Childish is behaving like a child. So in the same way that, you know, it was it was a blessing to watch my kids grow up and be childlike, when they were childish, it was could be quite frustrating, you know, not wanting to go to bed on time, you know, and, you know, complaining about stuff and, you know, being a bit sulky when they didn't get their own way. That's childish. It's not childlike. And so many people can be trapped in this childish position in life that that can be really detrimental to you. When we're looking to improve ourselves, and that's all these podcasts hopefully are about, everything I talk about are things I hope are going to make you better at something, improve you in some way, personal development, mindset, well-being. You know, it's important that we behave or we do behave childish when we're doing that. Because sulky kids are not good kids to be around. And if we've got kids, all our kids are sulky at some point. You know, I always remember... Before I had children, I used to see kids going like around supermarkets, they'd be having like a crying fit or like a tantrum, and you'd think, oh, that'll never happen to my kids. And it does. You know, you'd be kind of in the school playground when you first started going in and you'd see kind of some some child there who wouldn't let go of the, the, the parent's leg and were kind of screaming and shouting, and you think, my child will never do that. They do. You know, so everything you think your child's not going to do, they do, because it's part of being childish. It's part of being immature. It's It's growing up. It's learning. But once you've gone past that stage and you've learned those skills, to do them again is childish. So it is quite surprising when I talked to some of my clients and said, you know what, you need to look at this because right now the attitude you've got is very childish. They can be offended by it. Well, they're not offended because my clients don't get offended because I say it in a way that doesn't offend them. And they shouldn't get offended because you're giving people some, some feedback. But right now, you've got to question whether some of your behaviours right now, are they childlike or childish? If the child like, that's probably pretty good, actually. That probably serves you well. If the childish, they will not. And recognising the difference between childish and childlike is really, really important. And the way that you can develop or redevelop and relearn this childlike approach to life is just being a little bit more kind of aware of what's going on around you and seeing it in a different way. Last week... Um, Lee, oh sorry, Wakefield turned on their Christmas lights, and I didn't go to watch the lights turned on. But I obviously was, and I was aware that evening they were getting turned on. There was also some of the activities going on, and one of the activities that was going on that evening is there was a, a light show in town, and we've got a big cathedral in Wakefield, and it stands right in the centre of the, of the city, and it's a beautiful building. It's a really, really fantastic looking building, and it's got a really tall spire. And on this particular evening, which it wasn't this Friday, just gone the Friday before, they actually had an art installation. And what that art installation was is there was a projector. I mean, that's probably saying a bad thing. This was a huge stand that they'd got covered in kind of tarpaulin. And in that was a, was a huge kind of light projector that was projecting images and moving images and animations on the spire of the cathedral and then down the side of the cathedral. And I, I thought that would be a nice thing to go and see. So 
I took Sue in there. We had Rian with us. Our friend Rian had called over something to eat. So we took Rian in with us. Um, and we also went in with Sue's um, daughter and son-in-law and Sue's grandson, Raf. And Raf's only nine. So he's still very childish and still childlike. And we went into town to look at this this installation. And it was a bit weird because it didn't... It said it was on between five and nine. But we were there for about 40 minutes and there was nothing happening. I thought, well, it must be playing regular. And why has it stopped? And I think everyone was getting a bit fed up because there was other things on that evening because it was the light-up evening for the, for the Christmas lights. So there was other little... There were stalls there and there was something... Oh, you know, called the ghost caribous. These were two blokes with like reindeer outfits on dancing about. Um, it sounds better than it was, I have to say. It had potential, um, but from what I saw of it, um, I, I wasn't hanging about too long to watch the um, the ghost caribous. But eventually, I could see everybody thinking, mm, "We're sat in town here. There's nothing happening. It's a bit kind of grim. What's going on?" And then it became clear that we're going to start, and then it started and this display, and this display was absolutely phenomenal. And I was there watching this display with this, literally this kind of wide-eyed look at it. And I felt like a child again. I felt so childlike to be able to see this and take it all in and experience it. And I, I looked at everything from every single bit of animation that appeared up. I, I was really taking it in. In fact, it was so good, I watched it twice. Maybe three times, twice. No, it was three times, actually. Um, it was only about three minutes long and they kept replaying it um, once it started to be played a few times. But when I sat there and looked at that cathedral, I wasn't looking there as an adult. I felt like I was looking with a childlike approach. I was looking at something, I was taking it all in, I was experiencing it and it felt wonderful and I felt free and it was a really enriching experience because I was looking at that display with childlikeness. And then on the way back, I'm noticing everything, I'm taking everything in, like a child would maybe seen it for the first time. So we can teach ourselves to be childlike by being more inquisitive, being open to seeing deeper than what might just be the obvious, looking deeper than that, asking questions. Because kids do that, don't they? You know, Why? What's this for? Why is that? Why does this do that? Why does Santa Claus, how can Santa Claus come down your chimney when there's no chimney in his house? You know, kids ask those kind of questions. Sometimes them questions can be awkward, but they are the way that kids learn children learn and we've got to be like that we've got to be open to asking questions um, and in case you're wondering Santa Claus can get in your house because he's got a magic key and he doesn't need to come down the chimney he can come through your door or your letterbox and anybody out there that's listening to this has said that Santa Claus doesn't exist oh be careful you'll be put on the naughty boy or naughty girl list and you'll get out at Christmas I've never not believed in Santa Claus I'll never not believe in Santa Claus because Santa Claus is real I know I once met him in Debenhams anyway back to this You've got to be open to what's going on around you, taking it all in. That's being childlike. We can remember and relearn how to be that. So, you know, autumn it is right now. Walking through the, the parks and sort of shuffling your, your feet through the leaves, that's childlike. You know, going past some playground where there's some swings and jumping on and swinging about for a few minutes and, and feeling like a child again, that's childlike. Sat at home, banging your feet because you don't want to go out in the cold, that's childish. Complaining because somebody on social media said something about you, that's childish. Not getting up and realising there's work to do and you've got to get your ass into gear or you're going to need to bother, just sat there sulking about it, that's childish. Big difference between childlike and childish. So, as I bring this podcast episode to a conclusion, and this week's episode to a conclusion, I will say this. If you want to experience life at a deeper level, and you want to start to get more juice out of it, 
become more childlike. And if you want to become more effective at what you're doing and move further ahead in something, look at the times you might be being childish. Because I don't care what age you are, I'm 51 and I can still do stuff that's childish. I'm okay with being childlike, childish we need to remove. That's basically in a nutshell. There you go. I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. I'll be back tomorrow. On to episode 98. Hey, we're so close now to that 100, aren't we? 100th episode will be coming up on Wednesday. I'm excited about that. But for now, get on about your day. Enjoy yourself. Be childlike, but not childish. Until the next episode, you take care.